this film will really steal your time away. It's still on Stinger Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No more! Hang on! It stinks. Hello, welcome to Secret Madness, the podcast about bad movie lovers. Wait, the podcast about bad movie lovers who are bad movies from bad movie. This week on Sneaker Madness, Justin fucks up the intro. <laughs> Jackie might have been drinking. Did you just call me a bad movie. I. Uh, this is a podcast about bad movie lovers okay. by bad movies. So we are bad movies, yes. Mm. And we're going to talk about bad movie lovers. Frank's got cool hair. Yeah. Frank uh, and Jill's mustache is growing in nicely. The end. What? I'm your host, Justin. With me, as always, are Sam and Jackie, except for last week, Jackie was not here. So, welcome back to the show, Queen Jackie. You were missed. Thank you. I had a lung infection, which made it very hard for me to breathe. Yeah, so you, I, could, you couldn't even speak. I couldn't really speak, and I had no voice. And, um, you know, so this week. I've got a lot to say. Oh. At least I'm going to try to say a lot because, you know, I got to make up for last week. You've been saving up. Yes. She's been saying a lot. Earlier when we were watching the movie, she told one of the dogs that they smelled like trash. <laughs> and then she's like, I need another shot of whiskey. I said, you smell like a dirty fart. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Like, and But then with no break, she's like, you smell like a dirty fart. I need some whiskey. <laughs> it helps my, my sore throat and my cough. You don't want to be hacking up along in the middle of the show. And I've got two corgis that just bit me in the feet. So, oh, listeners, guess what? We got another corgi. Yeah. We got a corgi girl, and we named her Red Sonia. It's the dogs. They're playing right by my feet, which is All what right. that boom sound is. Okay, come on. Move get, along. Yeah, yeah, you got to scoot get out of there. That's going to come right, 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 right. So, yeah, that, that was their appearance on the show today was the boom sound. I think we can hear the wrestling, the dog wrestling, too. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just a bonus. Really. A cute bite-you-in-the-face bonus. Well, I'm glad that you're back. Uh, Sam and I, is try as we might, we couldn't fill the entire hour and a half with just the two of us. No, so. we only made an hour and ten minutes. It really is a, uh, a three amigos type uh, scenario. You can't get the job done without all three. Yeah. Well, you know, you guys don't really play up the sexuality of these movies. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's hard. You guys are not oh, on okay. Bunce Patrol oh, and mm, Cat Penis mm-hmm. Sheaths. And, okay. I mean, I- I'm here for you guys. Well, I'm, I'll am I'll be uh, weighted with bated breath on uh, how you're going to how you're going to spin the sexy on 1997's Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal. How oh, I've got some questions about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, this I'm going to save those till later. I would say it's a very sexual piece. <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, uh, the, you want to make your argument about that now, Sam? Or? Oh no, we'll wait. All right, all right. Yeah, Sam, Sam will back me up. Sam, what have you? Uh, what have you got to tell us about 1997 Steel? Before I say anything, I need to because of our, our condition of having written the blog a week before last week, and then Jackie was gone. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention the most interesting thing about Christmas Evil: the guy that 
plays the deranged Santa. Uh-huh. That's Fiona Apple's dad. What? How did I fucking forget to mention that, right? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that would be why she's fucked up. I don't know if she's She's not well, fucked up. Yeah, she's just different. She's unique. She's Hey, hey, move along. <laughs> Excuse us, listeners. Fantastic vocalist, the Fiona Apple. Yeah, she's a good pianist as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. quite so. Uh, very skinny. Needs to eat more. Sure. Uh, probably needs to work a little bit more. I don't know. This Fiona Apple. I think she's doing fine. Yeah. Dude, I think she probably made her money and was like, fuck him out. Yeah. Uh, we're not here to talk about Fiona No, Apple. we're here to talk about Dr. Shaq. U.S. Marshal. Right. Uh, Esquire. Well, he's really a doctor and he's really a U.S. Marshal. And he's a, actually, Esquire is the proper term for a lawyer. And I don't think he's finished law school yet. Oh, okay. No, I thought he got the honorary degree. Well, he was going to get a real one. Oh. Hmm. He's yeah. also a gold bond salesman. Mm-hmm. And he, he's currently uh, making time with the general. Oh, that's right. Yeah, now he's a general's insurance car sales or whatever that whatever. fucking shit is. With General the... steel buildings and car insurance. Yeah. And huh. he's on like seven. He made a, he showed up one day and made as many commercials as they could spit out. Mm. It's awful. <laughs> this is part two in your basketball that... player trio yes. series, Sam. Uh, we started it with Double Team starring Dennis Rodman. And now this week is Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. In Steel. Mm-hmm. Comic book movie connection. Right. And next, uh, in three weeks, will be The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh okay. with Dr. J. Right on. Uh, what, what, what's the story behind Steel, other than the fact that it was a DC comic book, which I believe Steel, if memory serves, I wasn't a big fan, uh, but he's part of the Superman universe, isn't that? Yeah, Superman saves him, mm-hmm. and... It inspires him to be a hero himself. Okay, but but is are you familiar with him at all? Not especially. Okay, I wonder if his origin story and powers and background are similar to this movie. As I understand it, Kenneth Johnson, the director, was sort of given free reign to rewrite as much of this as he could, and he was like, oh, I'm going to make him a, a sort of a, a blue-collar Batman. Mm-hmm. And then he got rid of any of the other DC villains that would have been associated with him and made up his own stuff. This is in spite of the fact that Kenneth Johnson had worked on the $6 million man mm-hmm. and uh, the incredible Hulk series, even though well, Steve Summers powers. isn't an uh, actual comic book character. Right. It's very comic booky. So I don't know why yeah. he's like, I don't want to do a comic book movie. <sighs> so he made a movie about the king of the trash yard. Right. <laughs> uh, because yeah, primarily the only difference is, is that in this film, even though He's, he has superpowers throughout the entire thing, the character Steel himself is just a guy wearing a bunch of steel. He's seriously, it isn't blue collar. He's like a low rent Batman. Yeah. no, the, And the parallels to Batman, I, I will get into those. The boy, music boy, boy. as yeah. well. Boy, 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 boy. Uh, 1997. Seven. Yeah, so this speaking is... of Batman, right at the same time as Batman and Robin. Another WB. Yes. production that, that failed. Which made more money on its opening day than this made in its entire run. Huh. I can't imagine why. They both stink, but at least one's got Batman. <laughs> this shit cost $16 million. $16 million? Yeah. They probably spent a majority on the, on the sweet wheelchair. Oh, uh, yeah. She had like three <laughs> wheelchairs in this movie. And they got progressively better as she went. Like, sort of. <laughs> did they? I think yeah. that, yeah, they, they busted the budget out on wheelchairs for this movie. Uh, what did it make in return, Sam? 1.7. Hmm. 
that's arguably the worst Any, return we've done percentage-wise on this show. It's easily the worst return Shaq's had on anything, because that guy made shit albums that went double platinum. Right. Whatever, Shaq Diesel was like five times platinum. What? He made music, too? You don't remember? Do you want me to shoot it? No! Do you want me to pass it? No! Do you want me to slam it? Yeah! Yeah! No, I don't you remember don't that. You don't remember that? Shaq Diesel, baby. He was also guest in that song that's actually not that bad called what, What's Up, Doc? Can We Rock? But I can't remember who did that. That wasn't him. He was just uh, featured on it. Cool Modi. It was not Cool Modi. That's too bad. Anything else? What do you mean, dude, Scott? It's just, it's just crap. Quincy Jones, right? Quincy Jones. Quincy of Jones. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Motown launcher, one of the talentedest producers of uh, history, produced this film as a pet project. He right. really like he was like this is the perfect time. Yeah, it's it's uh the Quincy Jones connection is very much like uh, the Last Dragon with what's his name Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy it is yeah. very Barry Gordy. Yeah, it's a uh, you know Quincy Jones liked it. He thought this is a great time to introduce. An African American superhero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, which this, he's not wrong. About which is that. not. And he was like, "There's no better ambassador to this than Shaq." And he wasn't wrong about that. What he was wrong about was hiring this Kenneth Johnson guy who decided to make his own movie <laughs> rather than just fucking make the comic book movie. I wonder why they didn't go with Cyborg. You know, the other uh, was Cyborg around yet? Because so. he got big in Teen Titans, which I don't think was really until you. All right. It, it was a little later. I want to know why they didn't get Dolph Lundgren he's to not, be the he's not black. protagonist. Because <laughs> he's not black. No, the evil guy. That's the antagonist. Right? Antagonist. Yeah. Uh, no, instead they got Judd Nelson from uh, Breakfast Club fame. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this Dolph is Dolph also... Lundgren would have been a much more great opponent. Because Dolph Lundgren is always the greatest opponent, Jackie. And uh, he probably would say, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should get Judd Nelson for this shit. <laughs> That guy would do anything. Wait, Judd Nelson from Suddenly Susan? (laughs) Which is what he was doing at the same time as this. And people were like, it's his comeback. Like, from what? (laughs) Exactly. The Breakfast Club? Yeah. That's Uh. the thing is like, my mom said that. She's like, oh, Judd Nelson, I love him. It's great to have him back. And I'm like, he was just in New Jack City. Where has he been? I mean, he's. He consistently does bad movies. It's right. not like he went anywhere right. or came from anywhere. And has never been the leading guy behind anything. No. And ultimately, I was always just sort of like lukewarm with him. Like, yeah, whatever, Judd Nelson. But he stinks in this. He is awful. Has he ever uh, had a role where he was the love interest? Breakfast Club. You really should yeah. watch The Breakfast Club. Uh, you shouldn't. I don't like it at all. Really? Uh, yeah, I I've, think it's uh I've only I seen it like one time. And cliche and very poorly written and is has has set teenage history back by about 60 years huh yeah. i need to watch it then Fuck the breakfast club i like the breakfast club because of the genre play on the confinement film where they're in detention that's sort of my reason to like it hmm. see and i'm gonna have to watch it now because any film that you say you absolutely hate might be right up my alley <laughs> yep uh the trivia question would be who because Shaq missed being the first uh, African American comic book hero on uh, major release by two weeks, you, which was. Uh, would you venture to guess oh, who oh, it that's was? What the question was Samuel yeah. Jackson. Uh, comic book African American. 1997 by two weeks. Uh, major theatrical release yep. or major release? That's what the other caveat. 
God, I'm going to kick myself, aren't I? Yeah, I'll tell you who it was, and if you can name the movie, I'll still be surprised. Michael J. White. Oh, uh, Spawn. Yep. Yeah. Travesty in film. You and I went and saw that in the theater. I was pissed. Yeah, Spawn is awful. I'm still pissed. I'm still pissed about Spawn, too. Yeah. That movie is... I don't even think it's good enough to be on Stinker. Oh, no, it's a travesty. Yeah, it sucks. Mm -hmm. It's an affront to its source material. Never seen it. Don't. Good. Yeah, stay away. Do not. It's a do not. Uh, I I can't believe that Sam's not going to talk about John Henry. Okay. John Henry, the character's name of uh, Shaxx. What 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 are we going to talk about? John Henry. He's based off the legend of John John Henry. Henry. Sort of. He has the hammer. John Henry went in. He was doing the holes for the dynamite. Then they brought in a steam machine, and John Henry beat the steam machine, but at the cost of his own personal health and well-being. He is heart stressed out, and he died. Is he he a real guy? John Henry, they took him to the graveyard. Or is he like a- He'll die with a steel in his hand. American legend. So he's like Casey Jones? He's Paul Bunyan, but black. Dude, yeah, but he was working on the railroad. Paul Bunyan's white him, Hmm. one or the other. Okay. Yeah, there's a big um, statue of him in Virginia. And this is John Henry Irons, who's actually third cousins with Jeremy Irons. Right. Oh. Well, I don't know. I th- I thought during this movie they kind of tried to draw those parallels. No, I think that's totally. Absolutely yeah, good. Definitely. Yes. And, sure. you know, because he had the broken ribs and, mm-hmm. you know, he was out there trying to stop this crime, even at the risk of his own personal health and safety. It seems like you like the tale of John Henry quite I, a bit. I do Jack. like folk tales quite good. a bit. Yeah. All right. And this was a really sad one. That I remember the song when I was a kid. How about that uh, folk tale about George Washington having wooden teeth? You like that one? That one's pretty that's, fun. That's not a folk he tale. Didn't tell, <laughs> he didn't tell a lie either. Chop down that cherry tree, son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and then he kept all those soldiers out in the middle of freaking winter, and they all most of them died. Uh, yeah, oh. and uh, had a bunch of slaves. Uh, anyways, um, still, <laughs> back to that. Uh, very failed, didn't have a sequel, uh, Sets, I don't think it's probably set the Warner Brothers movie franchise back as much as uh, Batman no. and Robin did, but uh, boy, howdy. Having stinks. both of them the same year, though, really Ugh. sort of cinched it. Yeah. Not just for this, but this is what uh, gives you the long hiatus. And then it's like New Line mm-hmm. takes a chance with Blade is your sort of comeback. Blade of the was American. 98, but that's Marvel. But it's the comeback of the uh, comic book hero. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, no, Blade was a big deal. Launched the whole thing. Uh, uh, ju- what's his face? The guy that directed this wanted Snipes to do Steel and not Shaq. Mm. Eh. I I think that what Snipes said, if he would offer, is some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. By making terrible movies. <laughs> and go fuck yourself. Mm. Always been on black. <laughs> exactly. He was doing better shit. Yeah. Uh, should we get into this, guys? Why not? Uh, or do we want to talk about who else is in this? Richard Roundtree is in it oh, uh, for yeah. the third episode of Stinker Madness from Q and uh, Maniac Cop, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, uh, <coughs> it's what happens if you're Richard Roundtree and you've never been in a good movie once. But you you've end been up in, in a lot of bad ones. You end up in Steel? You end up on Stinker Madness yeah, three times. Yeah, that's true. Hey, who but you a, know, he had an acting career. Oh, yeah. I'm, I would switch places with him. You wouldn't switch places with me, I'm sure. He would probably. You probably. He probably got some action. The guy who played Shaft, I bet he got plenty. Yeah, he's action man. <laughs> he actually only is in action movies. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> got lots of action. Oh wait, you're talking about vagina. Oh. Right. Innuendo action. Is that what you're talking about? Talking about porking. 
Yeah, he was Shaft, Jackie. He got all the fucking action. No, I'm talking about the old general guy. Oh, Charles, Charles Napier? Napier. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know how much action Charles Napier. Probably saw. not. He's probably been married for like yeah. 75 years. <laughs> they haven't had sex <laughs> since 1973. Bring in Rambo. <laughs> All right, so the movie starts out with the tank driving through the forest, chopping down stuff, running over trees. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, and then it gets lasered. Its treads get lasered off. Sure. And then glitter, glitter missiles glitter shoot cannon. at it. Yep, glitter and cannon. Do they explode it, or do they just heat it up? It's hot. Which is the same thing like as the laser. Drip club glitter, baby powder hot. Oh, that kind of hot. Yeah. Paris Hilton hot. Not mm-hmm. hot as in 1,000 degrees. Paris Hilton hot's exactly right. Like, if you're looking at that tank sober, no thanks. Yeah, but After now that it's got beers, glitter on it. Yeah, ooh. That's That's, that's the one for me. Oh, I meant like. Yeah. Okay. We're on different wavelengths with this joke, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Stripper tank. Get that other track off, tank. Ooh. I like it. Uh, so the guys come out and they're like, we surrender from the tank because it's too hot and glittery inside, I guess. I don't fucking know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it heated it up, I guess. It's all a training exercise uh-huh. for the army. Uh, Who invents their own weapons, as we're now going right. to be told. Right. So the head of the new uh, military weapons division is Shaq and Judd Nelson. Mm-hmm. And Annabeth Gish, she was the replacement to Scully, wasn't she? I think she was. Wasn't she? Yeah, I think she was. In the blog, I said Annabeth Gish, the girl that you've seen a hundred times over the last 25 years and forgotten about immediately after she isn't on screen anymore. Yeah, I watched her throughout the entire thing. I was like, I've seen that woman before. She's post-Scully. You're absolutely right. Uh, So anyways, yeah, it's a training exercise for Shaq. Uh, He's the guy behind the laser gun glitter bomb thing. Sure. And... uh, uh, Charles Napier's their boss, or the guy that's in charge of this project. He's like, great job, guys. God damn it, go get Rambo 2 again. <laughs> I like arrows with bombs on yeah. them better. Uh, and uh, Judd Nelson's kind of like a loose cannon with this with this project, though. He's, uh, he's made his own adjustments <laughs> to make the lasers and... Glitter bombs more powerful than they're authorized. Whereas Shaq is is a wants to use uh, non lethal force behind everything. He wants sure uh, uh, those beanbag guns and the sonic cannon, which they do have. Yeah, uh, some other probably uh, secret projects that the military has been involved with. Brown note, the brown note. Yeah, the brown note's a good one. I haven't encountered in a film anyone. As evil and ambitious with no brains or real motivation other than this character that Judd Nelson Judd is Nelson. playing. He just likes to churn everything to 11, Sam. Yeah, he just like walks up to the center and is like, you know, we can turn it up higher. Yeah, goes higher. You oh, want to yeah. do, do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. I can turn it up higher. Well, it hasn't been approved for that. Well, so we're going to find out if it's cool or not. Yeah. Well, he's just trying to get in good with the senator so he can get promoted. The senator. Yes. The lady senator. Right. That he tells... That wasn't full power, ma'am. What's your security clearance? Uh-huh. And she's like, it's a four. And he's like, well, I'll bend you over this broken ass tank and show you the full power. And then she was like, oh, yeah, you're going to make captain. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, let's Captain do of it. my beef. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hi, Pirate captain. captain. Find the man in the boat, captain. <laughs> 
Still it's, haven't found it. Just keep trying. Here's security. Here's security clearance. He's not here. a sailor, Justin. Uh, apparently, you don't know what the little man in the boat is. I do. Okay, good. But you're talking <laughs> about yeah, boats. One. You're talking about boats. This is not a boat situation. Well, if he's the captain, he's steering the ship of the vagina. <laughs> no, no. Okay. It's like, ma'am, your security clearance is only a four, but your boner clearance is an eight and a half. <laughs> You've cleared this boner? Like she's fucking jumping she's over She's a high jumper, yeah. There's uh, all sorts of Olympic references in this movie. And boner? Re- Olympic yeah, boners? Oh, that was how it was in Greece. They didn't have other normal poles. <laughs> There's a different sort of a pole vault. I've I've heard about it. The javelin was really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was... that's when you have to stick the landing. Yep. Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> All right, so it's time to test the sonic gun, which he's now cranked up to to twelve because if it goes to eleven, you might as well take it to twelve as well. Uh it uh, is too much juice. It's just got a fucking slider, mm-hmm. like it's a like any piece of Radio Shack equipment. Yes. How do we how do we adjust this? Oh, just push the slider up until the red lights come on. Whatever you think. What are you What are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, it blasts through the building, causing a massive collapse of uh, concrete and rebar. It kind of looks like it ricocheted. It did. It yeah. ricocheted back into them. What What would sonic cannon ammo ricochet off of? Other buildings. But According it to this. can blast through buildings. Yeah, so why would it ricochet? Right. It should just hit and then maybe, I don't know. Dissipate. I'm not like the scientist that the army has. Yeah, I guess that's true. Otherwise, you'd be Shaq. Uh, but either way, uh, it causes a massive collapse inside the building that they're in. Uh, the senator gets some concrete that lands on her face. Apparently, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Girlfriend has... Sparks. Sparks has been smashed in the legs. Yep. And may never walk again, despite Shaq's attempt to save her by lifting the majority of the building off of her. He does save her. He lifts <laughs> the building up and she gets out. But it was just on her legs. it In her spine. Yeah. So he didn't save shit. He saved her life. From yeah. what? Being smashed more. She's already been smashed as smashed as she's getting. Oh, well, no, she leaves her under there. You never know. She probably would have died from um, lack of oxygen because her lungs would not have been able to expand, so she would have suffocated, which would have been a horrible, horrible death. Wait, her lungs couldn't expand because she had a rock on her legs? On her lungs. The rock was over her entire body. It was not. It was on her legs. Anyways. It was over her entire body. My point is, is that before the movie even starts, he's got super strength. He does have super strength. Because he's big? Yes. That's it? Big equals strong. Yeah, dude. Duh. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like something we're missing. He's... No, he didn't get bit by a camel spider or anything. So if you're 300 pounds and seven foot 28, mm-hmm. you just have super strength as a normal person. He seems to in real life. Okay. Check. Yeah. He did jump from Earth to the moon that one time and plant the flag. And yeah. just held his breath the entire time. Uh, he also defeated Galactus, which was very helpful. Uh, yeah, no, I guess you're right. Yeah, Shaq I, does have super strength. I hear tale of him throwing Derek Fisher over, a, a, like, 15 feet onto a hotel room bed. Uh, that was, uh, wait, what? What? You ever heard any of the shenanigans, the shack nanigans? Shack nanigans. Yeah, they got real weird, apparently. They. 
Yeah, he was he was a real jokester, but one of the things that he would do besides Who is they? Them, the shenanigans. Who are who Shaq who, would who it pull shenanigans, to the shenanigans on all of the group. teammates that he had. Oh, the NBA players. Yeah. Okay, all right. So he like picked Derek Fisher up and threw him across the room onto a hotel like fifteen feet. But he would also he strip chucked down... a man fifteen feet? Yes. A man that weighed about two ten. So he's also Stan the man chucking man from Volcano. Yeah. That's about how far Stan threw a man. Exactly. That's impressive. Uh he would also and this is just allegedly, but he's never denied it, would wrestle people naked. Like you'd hmm. be like, Oh, I'm coming home from dinner or coming back to the hotel room from dinner, and then all of a sudden there would be a naked shack in the hallway, and he would charge you and pin you until you tapped out. Thus the second Greek Olympics reference of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Greco Roman wrestling yeah. with your dinger out. <laughs> uh if you were a man that is not Shaq size and you had a man who was Shaq and his dinger was out and he was on top of you, would you win the wrestling match? You can't win a wrestling match against Shaq. No. So why does he take his wiener out? Because it doesn't have any more advantage. I don't like, know. Like if you're me and you're wrestling somebody who doesn't want to be wrestled and have my dinger out, they're probably going to be like, God damn it. I don't want to wrestle you. You forfeit. I win. But if you're Shaq, you're going to win anyway. So I just think he likes his dinger out. Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's funny. Oh, it's because it yeah. makes people uncomfortable, and that's how you bond. <laughs> <laughs> you make fucking people uncomfortable. I mean, I do this all the time. Oh at work. my god! I tackle employees with my cooch hanging out, <laughs> and I kind of rub it on them, their oh. arm or something a little bit, and be like, "Now we're sisters." What? And then HR comes and shoots you. I am my charge. We're the police. <laughs> Jesus, this is assault. Uh, don't work with Jackie. She's basically Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> it's true. We have a quota for sexual harassment that we have to meet every day at work. And if we're not meeting it, we're not doing our job. Hashtag me too. Uh, so anyways, Senator's dead. Shaq's girlfriend's got no legs. Uh, the court she has legs that right, just don't work. At the court martialing of Judd Nelson, uh, they're like, so Shaq, did he turn it to 12? And Shaq's like, yep. Yeah, yeah, he totally turned it to 12. Uh, all right, well, here's his punishment. Do whatever, guy. <laughs> they say, Charles Napier's like, he's going to Leavenworth. <laughs> But he doesn't. He just, like, goes wherever. So I guess he's going to whatever. Immediately work. after the trial, there's a scene where he's flipping Shaq business. Like, hey, thanks for having my back, buddy. And Shaq's like, I got the people's back. And he, like, so he's not in, like, uh, handcuffs or arrested at all. He's just out in the hallway yelling at witnesses. This is not how no. tribunals work at all. Well, if this was the sort of consequence to being court-martialed, everybody would do it. He killed a U.S. senator. Yeah. After it was he an saw accident. Not, there's no accidents when politicians die. Some yeah, of them. Yeah. Maybe it's a good accident. Uh, imagine if... Donald Trump. No, was... fuck all the senators. I don't like any of them. You know what? <laughs> the I'm not, not going to be like, oh, hey, we like that one senator. Let's let's uh, let's say, imagine if cool senator, got senator crushed. cool guy, senator cool guy. Wait, none of those. We don't have that. No, because we got, it, like we got. Imagine if Ted Cruz got crushed by a fucking concrete boulder. 
Uh, I think they would pin a medal on Judd Nelson's chest. <laughs> or the boulder. <laughs> the boulder would be like in a yeah. museum in a glass case with no. the medal of honor on it. Yeah, we have we don't have we cool center. We've got one hundred McCreepies. Pornhub would be disappointed with Ted Cruz tie though. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, there goes all the cash. There's our promotion gone. Fucking Ted Cruz. Ah, uh, he sucks. Okay, so uh, so he's not in trouble. He's just pissed at Shaq. And Shaq's like, okay, well now that my lieutenant girlfriend has no legs, I'll come visit her in the hospital, and 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 she'll be cool, or I don't know, I'll just bring her some flowers and a balloon or whatever it works. And so he's like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah. I hear you leaving town. I'll come see you when I can walk again. And he looks up at this nurse, <laughs> and the nurse is like, uh-uh. oh, no, buddy, <laughs> no. that is not gonna happen. But I thought what was really creepy about the scene is that he lays the flowers down over her vagina. I Uh, didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. And then she doesn't move her arms to take the flowers. Not that she just... So at this point, I'm thinking she is paralyzed from like the neck down. She is paralyzed from the waist down. I was thinking she was paralyzed though from the neck down because she doesn't reach for the flowers. She doesn't like reach for him. She just kind of sits there with these flowers over her crotch. Uh, She, I believe, has not been told that her legs no longer work. She just thinks that she's been given some Valium or something in the thighs. Sure. And they're cocked out so they can rest up uh, so she can eventually run the 100-meter dash. Because this nurse's reaction to once I walk out of here is like, bitch, somebody got to tell you the truth. (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious. Like her eyes get all big like, I'm not telling her, (laughs) fuck. Fuck me. What kind of operation are we running in this Veterans Administration? <laughs> and you'd see it in her eyes, like, God damn it, Dr. Frank, fucking asshole. He said he was going to tell her yesterday. I knew we should have hired Dr. Hoffar. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Rosen Rosen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paging Dr. Rosen Rosen, you got to tell your patients what's up, you dickhead. <laughs> yeah. That's actually, I just imagine this is a separate sitcom that her, she's just Nurse Downer. And that's all she does is gives the bad news that no one else will give. She about likes it. That. <laughs> so yeah. She just kind of hangs out in the room and waits for the moment. Like this was her moment. She's like, and that's why they cut the scene because she was like, so yeah. What's the prognosis, nurse? Well, the good news is we've cleared up your clap. The bad news is we just chopped your dinger off. That's how we got rid of it. Oh, so now you've got no. testicles and balls and nuts and stuff. No. Nope. That's not what Nurse Downer would say? No. What would she say? She'd be a sarcastic asshole. She'd be like, so the good news is you don't have any clap anymore, but you're also missing penis and balls, and now you're (laughs) going to have to uh, pee out of this straw that you'll find in between your How is that different than mine? Because it's bedside manner, Justin. She doesn't have any bedside manner. Or it's delivery. She's, She's like, telling Shaq, a perfect stranger, this bitch ain't walking ever again. Yeah. <laughs> There's no bedside manner, Jackie. <laughs> she wouldn't say bitch. She'd be like, so oh, about Oh, bitch is in this woman's eyes. She's oh, like, shit, bitch. <laughs> I would imagine she just brings a little drummer with her. And like, so so what's, what's the new word, Doc? Well, you know, you're downstairs. You're smooth like a troll. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Want some more Jello? <laughs> it's, it's Look, I got you this gem for your belly button. 
It's lime, no one's favorite. I like lime jello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he retires, and he's like, okay, I gotta go. And flies to L.A., and also Judd Nelson flies to L.A. (laughs) as well. Because he's evil. Uh, I guess that's where everybody goes when they're done with the military. He's after the shack. I don't think he is. He is. Shows Shaq, like, taking the bus. And then Uh it shows Judd Nelson, like, taking first class. class. Like, he got his money from being a dickhead. (laughs) Wait, I guess when you skip out of prison, cha-ching. You're rich. here's your check. (laughs) You going to Leavenworth? No. (laughs) All right, here's a check for (laughs) $42,000. And enjoy your flight, sir. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, Burke... Uh, Judd Nelson's character's name is Burke, uh, we should mention. Uh, he visits an old friend who is a secret weapons dealer. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's using an arcade cabinet distribution company as a front mm-hmm. to smuggle in secret weapons. Yeah, NBA Jam is muling HK auto rifles. Or a glitter bomb gun. Whatever. You know, but they're really not utilizing the space in these. I mean, later in the movie, you kind of see how this operation is ran. Mm-hmm. There's so fit, much room in there. They yeah. could fit at least five or six more of those huge guns in there. Yeah. And they're like, nope, we're going to tape this handgun to the back of it, and then we're going to put one big gun. Well, I think you only put the guns in the back, and you put the small children for labor in the bottom of the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. You, and you really still got to diversify you, when you're doing these illegal activities. You have to still cram in the uh, Thai lady boys that you're smuggling to. Oh. Sex traffic. Yeah, Sam already hit that. What? With the ch- <laughs> Who told you? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, got you, Justin. <laughs> All right, so... It's a long weekend. I was really drunk. <laughs> that it looked like a you know whatever. So, Shaq goes and visits his grandma. His his little brother lives there, I guess, as well. Their parents have died at some I don't know. stage, or they just somewhere both left to get a pack of smokes and never. Or came Or maybe back. they're orphans or something, and like uncle that's everybody's uncle and grandma is everybody's grandma. Mm, I'm not I really wonder. sure. I don't really understand that. Uh, um, she was miscast. Oh, I thought she was the best actress in this whole movie. I, I really felt like her character could have used more of some psychic abilities, oh. some tarot cards. That's not Miss Cass, Jackie. That's Miss Written. Miss Cleo? Yeah. Miss Cleo. <laughs> no, that's exactly. Cleo. <laughs> she, had, she had to look. She had the big gold hoop earrings. Yeah. She kind of looked like she would be able to light some incense and then be like, booga, booga, booga. And then some shit would happen. Racist. Uh... I'm not racist. I didn't Miss say Cleo was awesome. I did not say anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Whatever. I wanted to call Miss Cleo, but my parents said that if I did that, they'd kill me. Yeah, most people say, like, oh, you want to call Miss Cleo. How much would you like to sleep outside? Yeah, my parents are like, if you do that. It's funny that you say that because Miss Cleo predicted you would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's That would be a good thing to do. Like, you just have the phone picked up on the other end so it won't dial through. Then your mom pretends to be Miss Cleo, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then you predict the future of them being grounded and all this other shit, and then you do it to them. Oh and my! Then they God. believe in Miss Cleo forever. You have just stumbled upon the greatest thing to do as a parent, Sam, because we fuck have your kids over. Fuck your kids over. <laughs> I'm not, which is pretty much just what parents do, anyways. But 
we have YouTube now. So oh. what we should do is totally like do that. Like uh, uh, Evie, your daughter, would never recognize Jackie. So we just Jackie up as a oh, psychic, good. and then we make a YouTube video. And you're like, hey, I don't know what's going on here, but like I heard some stuff about this. This is totally fake, right? You're yeah. you're cool. You're cool, my daughter. Uh, you know all the all what's going on with the internet. Is this real? I was thinking about doing this, and then she's like, "Oh my god, I think it's real." And then she we we do like a Google Voice number, sure. And she calls in, and we just fuck with her. And then she has something to tell a therapist later, right? But when she's in college, we uh-huh. do a YouTube time capsule so her friends laugh at her. Yeah, we show it. Like, oh, remember yeah. therapy? You're going back. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Don't you love it? Yeah, that's not. (laughs) You know, but when they're in elementary school, you'd be like, and Billy said that he really does want you to kiss him at school. Oh, dude, we're not doing this now. We're doing this when she's like, like 18. That's awesome. Because we're horrible people. Horrible people. We we are laying the foundation for our evil plans later. (sighs) Fine. Yeah. This is how civilians get invented, Jackie, by fucking. This is like a long con, though. I mean, I was kind of hoping we could do something like next week. All right, we have to move on. So anyway, she wants to be a French chef, uh, uh, a down-home French chef grandma. She's going to do some, you know, it's it's fusion. It's popular now. Fusion. She's just yeah, way ahead yeah, of the game. Right. She's 20 years ahead LA, of you know. what's culinarily yeah. popular uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. Some fusions. So she's going to mix uh, grits with uh, creme brulee. Yeah, some I classic... bet that food is pretty damn good. It is pretty damn good, Jackie, because I've had it, and so have you. It's called Cajun fucking or is food. It Creole? One of the other. Uh, Creole, yeah, Creole. It's It French. already exists, pretty French. much. Oh, my Southern God, cooking. yum. Yeah, dude, it's the bomb. I don't know where they like. So that's why I think this movie was completely written by a white guy. Yeah, it was. Th- His like, name was like, Kenneth Johnson. Didn't even ask. He did, oh, he spent one day. He went and talked to some kids in L.A. and was like, "Does this make sense?" And they're like, "Yep." Give me some slang. Yeah, that's because what he did. The kid brother is wall to wall slang. Yes. Oh God, I hate this. And kid. it's awful. It is a white man thinks that this is how children talk. Yep. Hey, yo. It's offensive. What you've been doing in the hood, yo. That's the quality of writing. G-G-G, yo, yo, B. L-M-O-A, laughing my ass off. That mm. is. I think you missed the acronym, yeah, but I think that's he, okay. I think he did better than you just did. <laughs> L-M-A-A. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I can't spell. Laughing my anus apart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Laughing is funny, except if you have diarrhea. <laughs> And your butthole comes apart? No, because you shit yourself. God, keep up. <laughs> I told you I was going to talk more on this episode. Yeah, man, you are Jabber Jaws. Okay, so uh, so he he comes in. He's like, Grandma, hey, I'm Shaq. And she's like, you fucked up my souffle, motherfucker. And then she pulls out an Uzi and blows him away. It's cool. Uh, so he takes a job at a steel mill uh, briefly. Yeah, instead of that taking go anywhere. a job with a reputable company right because obviously he's been sending his money home to his grandma well the weapons dealers are banging at his door like hey come come work for us uh we want you to make non-lethal weapons because that's how the nra works wrong uh but he instead goes to take this shit job there would be some other scientific field he could apply yeah he's a genius i don't yeah like self-defense for women also though Um, taser guns you know, they have pepper oh, spray, oh, okay. you know, those kind of things, right? So he could make, 
weapons to protect women. I thought you were implying that he should take a job, like start his own company, like uh, like uh, the guy that wears the USA flag zoomies in uh, Napoleon Dynamite. No. Teaches uh, women self-defense. Mm. That guy is fucking cool. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know what cool is, but I'm pretty sure it looks like that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pants that you just pull right off. Genius. I, yeah. <laughs> it's every woman's dream. Or nightmare. Uh, so. Instant wiener access. Burke and crew are teaming up and building these secret weapons. The weapons that he, the designs he's stolen from the military, the lasers, the mm-hmm. glitter bombs, the sonic cannon, uh, and implementing them into the weapon smuggling operation that's in the basement of Arcade Co. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very good guy. It's uh, Richard <laughs> Norton would have a gun like this. Yes, Richard Norton would have a gun like this. That's one thing I, I didn't notice until just now. I was like, you know what? That's a Richard Norton gun. This whole movie's around that. That's too bad. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's a reference for our most diehard fans. Yes. Uh, so there's a new gun test. It fails. It burns this guy's face off. He's like, oh, my God, this was so cool. Was it? It was stupid. No, I liked it. Uh, so it burns his face off of this guy. And the lady is like, we're shutting you down. You're a maniac, Judd Nelson. He's I giggled. Like, oh, yeah. Look at the target. And the target has also had his face burned off. Mm-hmm. So it works. Dutch door gun. Worse than a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. I giggled. His guns work worse than a gun. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's get at it. All right. So he rigs an elevator, Judd Nelson, and kills all the partners. He kills the lady who's sassing him. Yeah, but he's willing to doubt his uh, competition. But now he's in charge of I this guess. whole operation. Did you know that he? Did you notice what he killed? Her with was a key fob to like for a eighty-two Civic. Yeah, like and it had been duct taped back together, <laughs> so somebody had dropped it before they used it as a movie prop. Here, just use this. Yeah, this will work. Greg lost the original detonator. So what happened? You don't have another one? No, you only get the one with the Civic. You don't get two. Mm. And I dropped this one, and we have to use it for the movie. <laughs> no one else here has this amazing new technology in nineteen ninety-seven. So we enter a weird scene after this because Shaq. His little bro and his old timey cop friend from high school or something are driving down the road in her cop car on the way to a meeting that yeah, is a meeting in town hall town hall meeting oh, about good. gang violence in the area. Ooh, good thing you paid attention. Good thing uh, you are around, Jackie. You should have been here last week. I bet you she could have cleared Christmas evil all the way up for Sam because man she is on top of it I'm just so, buttering her up later butter. so I can do bad things <laughs> little shack wrestling yeah in the you future look, you look yeah, so well, that's what you do you is you act hair? like Madam Cleo he does the shack wrestling and, you know, have you have you been Merry the, Christmas did you get a new shirt like or did you like change your makeup because I did get a new amazing, shirt Jackie I got a stinker madness shirt yeah that's true you so did. that I could wear it around proudly <laughs> and it's gonna be tight it's a smaller shirt than what it should be. All right. So meanwhile, future weapon guys are breaking into a bank. They're using the lasers and the sonic weapon to blast their way through CompuBank, the bank that stores computers in case or you want to make uses a withdrawal. Computer, it, the bank that's just a bank. CompuBank. Come to CompuBank. It's also like a corner bank, and they've got like 
We're on the corner. Way too much cash for being a corner bank. We've got all the cash. Copy bank. Come to the corner. Copy bank. You know, I worked at a bank. They don't keep that much money. No. Cash at Copy Bank on the corner. Yep. No, they don't. Well, you didn't work at Copy Bank. <laughs> oh, yep. You're right. <laughs> Those fuckers don't know what's going on. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll keep a billion dollars in each branch. So they busted in. And uh, she gets a 211, Shaq's cop friend. And the kid's like, let's go. And she's like, fine. I have civilians in the car with me. Let's stop let's a res- fucking bank robbery. Let's respond to this. An armed bank robbery. Nope. You're still going to the town hall meeting. Yeah. Uh, so she pulls up. There's another cop there. Uh, they have some uh, action, quote unquote. And eventually it boils down to the bad guys blast her car with the sonic cannon, flipping it over. But he saves her uh, and then chases one of the bad guys who got left behind as they all escape. Yeah, how can you not notice this, that one of your one dudes of, is not in the car? And they did. They did. I, I caught that. They're they like, did. But we left was, Gary behind and they're like, yeah, fuck Gary. They were Only- a block down the road and he's still like shoving crap in his shirt like. Did you guys have any semblance of a plan to rob the computer? Yeah, I mean, these guys are not the ex-presidents by any means. Yeah, like, they, I'm with Sam, they were like a block down the road, and then they noticed that the guy's not there? I mean, either they don't like this guy. It's like the end of Platoon. (laughs) (laughs) We left a man behind! I haven't seen Platoon. We never leave a man behind! It's too late for Gary! It's the middle of Platoon. The end of Platoon is just wandering around looking at smoldering dead bodies. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So anyways, uh, he, so he chases this one bad guy down through a train yard that's going through switch time. What do you think uh, here? Seven minutes on this chase scene that doesn't end up doing anything? very oh not God. exciting. This is my least favorite part of this movie. Is the this guy doing the music thought it was exciting. Oh, yeah, well, he had to. He's <laughs> like, man, this is not it. <laughs> Anyways, it boils down to them almost all dying in several positions because of trains running them over, smashing their balls or whatever. Uh, but he chases him down, grabs him. He's like, hey, uh, what are you guys up to? And <laughs> Where did you get this gun? <laughs> yeah, that's what I just said. No, you didn't. Uh, and I want to say, because you're making fun of Shaq's talking, that I thought he announced, enunciated very well in this film from what he usually does. As he ages, he seems to get less excited about talking. So let me get this straight. On Sticker Madness, Schwaz, Stallone, Chuck Norris, Donald Trump, uh, they're all fair game. But if I go, hey, it's me, Shaq, you get all fucking pissed at me? Like, you son of a bitch, how dare you make fun of Shaq's talking? I'm just saying that his speech was much better in this film. It doesn't matter, Shaq, Shaq. You gotta make the Shaq voice. All right, fine. Merry Merry Christmas. No, no, Merry Swishmas. Merry Swishmas. <laughs> All right, so he grabs him and he's like, hey, whoa, what's going on? And the guy's like, fuck you, Shaq. And, and he's like, no, nobody fuck Shaq. Uh, Shaq fucks him. <laughs> yeah. As in the hallway of the hotel. NBA players. But he gets shot in the back because also there was another guy there. I don't know. So he doesn't get any answers. Uh, but he goes back home and he's like, hey, kid, bro, where's the bad guy? Is the kid's like, over there. So he goes and visits some. Yeah. Because Kid Bro knows. This is uh, famed and forgotten rapper Ray J, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It sure is. 
The pirate patch guy? Yeah. He is dressed like a He-Man character. He's dressed like a heavy leather He's a bondage fan. Yes. He's a bottom. Yeah. Mm. He is. He has the little red ball for his mouth. Yes. Maybe this bar that they're in is the, the toolbox. The blue oyster bar. Yeah, the blue oyster bar. Uh, the the locker room or. Uh... This is. Hey, my pants have a flap on them, and once you secure me to this post, then everybody can take a turn. Wow, that seems a little much. Once you secure me to. Because he had that metal thing in his chest right so what you do is you secure him to a post oh my god and then you there's a flap on the back of their pants you pull it down and then everybody gets a ride so it's like one of those little foot pegs for like he like gi joe's you just click him on (laughs) yeah this is after they play nine ball (laughs) yeah we just don't get to see this part because Shaq gets kicked out Uh, like that guy is too big yeah i'm into some weird shit but that guy is too big (laughs) I'm gonna pass on that one. Kick him out. So they don't see. They don't say shit to him. There's lots of dick swinging in here and stuff, but they don't say shit. And uh, he gets pretty distracted, and he goes to St. Louis to the VA administration there, and he finds uh, Lieutenant Girlfriend, and she's not happy because apparently her doctor finally showed up and said, "Yeah, about you walking out of here." Mm-hmm. Um, well. And then during this whole scene, we had to listen to Justin say that she was blind. I thought she was blind for a couple first. of minutes. It is very shot for about five minutes where she could very well have been blind. And I'm like, dude, she's not blind. Yeah, she's blind. She's not even looking at him. She is not blind. So what you just inferred that she was not blind. Because when they were at the hospital previous scene, Jackie. she oh, yeah. looked right at him. She did. Jackie's right. She could have gone blind from the trauma of her doctor coming in and be like, yeah, you're oh. not walking out of here, lady. I don't think that's how that's it works. Actually how da- that's how Nurse Downer works. She's like, you feel bad about not being able to walk again? Yeah. We're going to feel worse. Because now you're blind, bitch. <laughs> Acid in the eyes. <laughs> this movie is so stupid, Jackie, that I totally thought it could have gone there. I forgot that there was a previous scene where she could see, so I was like. What's happening? <laughs> She's blind. So weird. She's not blind. <laughs> minute 45, I'm like, is that Shaq? What's this movie about? <laughs> All right, so, but he's like, oh, oh, you're coming with me. And he picks her up and carries her out of there. Wheelchair and all. Wheelchair and all. She's going to L.A. where she's going to help him fight crime. Yep. And people start clapping, like, yeah, way to steal a paraplegic. Bitch is gone. I hated her. She ate all the fucking lime jello. But what was weird about it is before he even picked her up, he busts open the window mm-hmm. that has obviously been painted shut. You, you want know, to sit here and look paint. at dirty windows? You you know, you could see where the paint and stuff was mm-hmm. on the window. Right. They've been, and you know, the breeze is coming in, it's blowing her hair. She's like, I can't. And he's like, You can. And then he picks her up and takes her out. Yeah, I didn't get the what and, they were trying to say here. Yeah, it was like, that's the world out there. That's freedom blowing through your hair. But she doesn't give a fuck about it. No, nope. still has to steal her. There's probably like eight people that climb out that window afterwards. <laughs> though. One oh, of them yeah. was a giant Indian man yeah. who was he he was holding the water fountain. He threw it through, <laughs> climbed down, tried to get a drink, realized it's not attached anymore. I was like, God damn it! Why did I throw this out the window? Why I should have just set it down and climbed out the window because that giant filled up a jug, and then I would have had water. I like my joke better. Sure, yours sucks. Why? Why was just take? He was taking the fountain with him in case he got thirsty. 
But I think then, he just sets it down and goes out the front door because apparently he can in this hospital, whatever. It's it's also not one flew over his cuckoo's desk. This woman's not insane. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't have legs at work. Uh, anyways, so he flies her back to L.A. They're going to... Uh, which he gets to board the plane first, which is always nice. Okay. Yeah, no Southwest for these people. Shaq always goes first because he's big. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to make weapons out of stolen junkyard stuff, like garbage kind of, but they have to steal it. Yeah, it's like this phenomenal yard art garbage museum in the middle of L.A. But apparently they've got like a IBM supercomputer that they've stolen. Yeah, dude, it had a 500 megahertz processor. <laughs> We've downloaded 16 megabits into this man's brain. <laughs> Fell off a truck. Uh, <coughs> you'd be amazed what falls off trucks in L.A. Huh. Dildos. I learned uh, something interesting about IBM, but I'm not going to talk about it here because this is not the right place for it. But at some point, remind me to tell you guys, hey, what was that IBM fun fact about the 5100E that you learned? Why are you still talking about it then? Uh, do you want me to just tell you now? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So the 5100E back in the 60s, or like the early 70s, was the only computer. It was the one that had the, uh, it was like a, Take home. It was the, one of the first PCs. Sure, but it had uh, the flip down keyboard, uh, all one unit. You could hold it. it. Had like the little latch that you could carry. Still huge as yeah. shit. Uh, but and it had the little tiny screen on mm-hmm. one side. That was the IBM fifty one hundred E. It was the first computer that could speak and diag- debug multiple languages at one point. Uh, could you see Sharp, uh, Basic? Uh, the other, uh, uh, not Unix, because Unix is a OS, but uh, whatever Unix is uh, code, uh, could debug the CMOS, kernel, yeah. BIOS, uh, kernels, and it was such a shady thing for them to do that they had to keep it top secret at IBM. And no one even talked about it in public until somebody who claimed he was a time traveler went on the Art Bell Forum and said, I'm a time traveler from the year 2036. I have been sent back into time to find an IBM 5100E for this reason. And Art Bell's like, the fuck? And so he researched it, and it turns out that this uh, secret that IBM held had still been NDA'd at that point. Nobody was allowed to talk to it huh. about it. But uh, this uh, time traveler was willing to share his information with uh, so lost Art me Bell. Until you got to Art Bell, and then I was like, I'm back in. <laughs> this means it's true. Yeah. It's on Art Bell. It's on Art Bell, coast to coast. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of an interesting uh, thing. He was like uh, John Connor. No, he's not like John no. Connor. He's like the Terminator. No, uh, this is all dumb. No, he's like me when I go back in time to have sex with the ladies with my cell phone. Right, but it's to save the universe. I'm not going to do that. But you're telling them you're. <laughs> I have to have sex with you to save the universe. I'm the in the future. Right? Yeah, that's how you dupe them. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you could just go to they're Terry like, Gar's house right now and be like, "Hi, I'm well, Sam." Well, now not so much. <laughs> Seventy-five, yeah. Uh, and then when she's like, "What?" How are we going to say the universe? And I show her Angry Birds, and then <laughs> legs open. <laughs> well, I guess I have no choice. This man is from the future. <laughs> yep, that is the future. Wow, can I play? No, <laughs> I, you won't. You won't do it right. I need to get three stars on this level. Uh, we can play a game. It's it's different. It's called Tune in Tokyo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello, Tokyo. Are you there yet? <laughs> 
Did you find it? No, I still haven't got Tokyo yet. Let yeah. me keep trying. Where are you? How long do you play Tune in Tokyo? Until you're half drunk, then you turn to Tune in Tijuana. Then shit gets weird. Uh, yeah. So where the hell is Shaq at now? In this where movie? are we in this movie? Uh, okay. <sighs> is he, he? Oh yeah, they're building. They're building her fortress of. Uh, they're, they're building the Batcave is what they're building. They're, yeah. they're ready for a montage. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a handy-capable bathroom. Uh, they have a bathroom. No, it's handy-capable. It's got the bar it's and everything. It's got a toilet. Okay, so what? He bu- did I that built, for her. He I made a big deal about building her a special bathroom. No, he built a bathroom that has a bar in it, which is, yes, handy-capable, but he built a bathroom for himself that also she can use. Because it's not like he, hey, this place didn't have a bathroom before, and I know because you're handicapped, you need a bathroom all the time. That's not how being handicapped works. Yes, he it just is. built a bathroom that she can also use. I think he would have put in a bigger toilet for himself. <laughs> That's true. He did it for her. Screw you. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, he built a bathroom. So anyways. Uh... Skip. They montage into him having the dumbest fucking costume ever yeah he starts making his armor yeah. which is all it is it's armor made out of steel scrap metal that he's got around the place and i guess he's good at making he's he can have forged shit and he's good at it yeah he's so good he's at whatever forged armor that's made out of steel but better than any armor that's ever been made yes yes okay. and then she made him a hammer that's all of that's also a richard norton gun right it's all of the other guns that he's fighting in the same gun. So now it's a level, almost a level playing field if he wasn't metal and seven foot one, 300 pounds. But here's the real kicker. Sure. She has also got him an earpiece. Yeah. So she could talk to him and he can talk to her. Uh, she's put in video sensors in his armor so she can see behind him. She can see what he sees yeah. and be on top of the things. She's got computers all over the place. Mm-hmm. Where she can dial into government uh, systems and uh, see traffic patterns, change traffic patterns, get whatever info she needs, uh, see alarms going off, yes, and relay that information to him while he's out on patrol. And she's in a wheelchair. Boy, that sure sounds it's like, like somebody Gordon. else in comics in it is. DC. Comics. He based her directly off of Barbara Gordon. She's fucking Oracle. Yep, it's Barbara Gordon. But so, he didn't want it. So that's the thing about this. Like when you read about the guy that made this, like oh, I don't want to make a comic book movie, but I'll just like take bits and pieces of uh, DC that I like and stick it back in here. I don't know how this guy got this fucking free license to just do what the fuck ever he wanted to with stealing a character from Batman in ongoing franchise. That you think Joel Schumacher at the time would have been like. Hey, hold on. We were going to use Oracle. Oh, don't worry about that, Joel Schumacher. You're never making a fucking movie ever again. Uh, he did, unfortunately. Uh, except for that one that wasn't bad like two or three years ago that I really kind of liked. Uh, he's done a couple. Okay yeah, he's movies. done a couple. Phantom of the Opera was not it. Uh, Tigerland was okay. Yeah, Tigerland was okay. Uh, anyway, so she's fucking Oracle. Bad, terrible. Like, we weren't going to notice. Uh, so he puts on his helmet. And he goes on patrol. And he catches a perch snasher. And uh, he looks stupid, but not t- super stupid. He looks super stupid. Looks I think that the costume dark. is one of the major uh, monetary downfalls of he this He doesn't film. look as bad as that Dayman guy. 
though. Nightman? Nightman, yeah. With Nightman the looks red better. eye. No way. Nightman looks terrible. The only difference between him and Nightman is Nightman had a red eye and his shit was painted better. He's actually crappy Nightman. He's crappy Nightman. He doesn't have a red eye and the paint on his plastic shit is uneven as fuck. Yeah. It doesn't look metallic. No. It just looks poorly painted. Yeah. Jackie, you're the costume lady. Out of nine out of, or uh, uh, one out of ten, one through ten. What is Steele's costume? Two. Two? That bad. It's I, that I just bad. don't like it. <laughs> it's just dumb. It makes us, it, I mean, and like his face mask, when you look at him, it looks like it's shoving his nose right. down to his lip. Right. I'm kind of wondering how he breathes. And, you know, honestly, you can't run with that much weight on you. And they keep shooting him in the crotch. Sure he can. He's got super strength because he's big. Yeah. I don't know. This was just a dumb idea. All right. It looks awkward as fuck. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It looks like, yeah, so we're going to do some scenes and you just stand there because there's no way in fucking hell you can move. He catches the person ever, nails him to a pole, and, and returns the belongings to the folks that it was stolen from. They're like, oh, thank you, Steel. You're amazing. Just like Batman. Just like Batman. Sort They're of. coming from a play. I don't think Batman steal, gives the stuff back that's been stolen. He doesn't even No, his parents get killed, with it. but- he breaks Once. most of the bones in their body and ties them to a pole and leaves. Yeah, he just bails. He doesn't yeah. care about the loot at no, all. No, this yeah. guy's a lot more polite than Batman. Yeah, they even reference that. Uh, he gets into some gangster shit because he's like, where's the next crime, Oracle? And she's like, oh, it's over here. There's guys shooting at teenagers. And okay, I'll get on that. So he goes over, walks, walks in front of him. And he's like, hey, you quit that crime, bad guys. And they're like, I'm going to fucking shoot you, motherfucker. And so they start trying to shoot him but he's bulletproof bullets ricochet off of him it's a really good thing that they didn't shoot him square in the mouth because they're shooting uzis at his dick at his dick yep <laughs> they right shoot him in the, in the dick so many times and i don't know if it's just a symptom of like the camera guy can't shoot everything else and then pan up to get him because he's so much taller than the rest of the movie right <laughs> but there's a lot of cock shots of shack and then they're just like, well, there's going to be cock shots everywhere. We may as well have sparks flying off of it, too. Because he gets shot in the cock like 10 times in this movie. It's ridiculous. So is this your uh, your lead into whether this movie is sexy or not? Well, I'm saving that. Keep going. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So uh, his hammer is also Sonic Gun. Uh, he blows their car away uh, or smashes it. And he's like, oh, but they still got weapons and stuff. So he engages Electromagnet mode on his hammer this is the big laugh this well it's one of them uh and it's magnets all their guns and knives directly onto his body (laughs) and then like a trash can lid and just some other shit from around debris flying everywhere (laughs) stuck to shack (laughs) and he's just standing there like oh am i doing it right yeah right it is pretty funny the cops arrive and he grapples up into the sky and they're like, holy crap, that steel guy's amazing. It looks so stupid when he flies into the sky. He is going so slow. So Which is actually slow. Shaq. Yeah. Because they couldn't get anybody to do stunts for him because he's too big. He's too big. So he had to do all of these stunts and some of them are kind of dangerous. Uh, he's jumping across rooftops, uh, but so much that his leg comes off at some point. I guess his armor is just yeah. not that great. Loses or, a thigh pad. Know. Uh, and then he grapples down away from the cops with his lion snaps. He falls in the garbage, and he's like, oh, man, I'm totally trashed. And, yeah. 
The cops are still on his tail, but he gets on the steel cycle that just happens to be right next to the trash can. Which is a crotch rocket that has been made to look really dumb. Right. It was probably cool looking before they put all this bullshit on it. It doesn't do anything. It does nothing. There's it, it no. Does, actually, but the, was the, there motorcycle yeah, abilities? It's, it's got gadgets, but oh, uh, the steel, the the plating that's bolted onto it, does absolutely no, nothing. no. It might as well have been like one of those Megaforce bikes. And it looks weird because he is so much bigger than the bike. Yeah, so the Megaforce <laughs> bikes shoot missiles and fly. Yeah, well, this one does not do either of those look, things. They look dumb. All right, so uh, he's riding off, and Oracle's like, here, let me change the traffic signals for you. Boop, boop, beep, boop. And uh, he, so he gets through traffic, just aces, which the cops can't do, even though they got their sirens on, so nobody knows how traffic signals and, and cops work in this movie. Uh, he rides into a trash cave. He rides back to the junkyard, and he's like, Oracle, open up the trash cave, and rides into it, thus the Batcave reference, just mm-hmm. like Batman does. Sheesh. <coughs> Cops can't find it. But it's more, it's not even really a trash cave. It's like a trash dome. Yeah, the trash dome. Uh-huh. The whole town is in a tizzy about steel. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you Everybody's be? talking about steel, the man who did something last night. Do we have a description of him? Yeah, he looks like he's about 300 pounds, 7-1. You mean the guy that plays for the Lakers? <laughs> This is actually, I think, in between, because his last season at Orlando was 96, which was when this was shot, but it was released in 97, which was his first season with the Lakers. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, that big guy who likes to slam it. Hmm. Uh, Burke is now interested. He's like, hey, he's talking to his uh, iPad Ray J guy in the park. Weird place for a villain meetup. Yeah, why not? Uh, have you heard about this uh, steel guy? Oh, I thought you were going to say, have you heard about these new turkey hot dogs? Well. Because Ray J won't eat a pork hot dog, but he'll fucking go to town on a turkey one. Why? Because this is part of the 90s health craze where all of a sudden pork and fat were really, everything was bad. So chicken lips and assholes were somehow better for you. Okay. So he's like, here, I got you a hot dog. Uh, tell me about the steel guy. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, he appears to ride a motorcycle and fight crime. Oh, okay, so you know the same exact shit that I do, uh, right? Uh, but it turns out that he's using the same weapons as the villains, so hmm, who else would have access to those weapons is thinking Burke. Also, Burke is thinking... I've been kidnapping... Be the hot dog, don't get cooked. Eat the hot dog, don't be the hot dog. No, he said, yeah, eat the hot dog, don't be the hot dog. What does that mean? Don't be a dick. Or don't hmm. be a hot dog. That's terrible. Instead, you should eat it. Don't be a wiener. Eat the wiener. Eat the eat the wiener. Eat the wiener. You want to get ahead in life? Eat the wiener. Oh, get ahead. Eat the wiener. This is great. Um, <laughs> uh, it's an odd scene that doesn't make any sense. Because he's like, he knows that it's John Henry steel or irons the whole time because he's been working on kidnapping his brother for virtually the entire movie. <laughs> right. Sort of kind of half-assed. Yeah. But he's been, it's been in motion, right? Yeah. He's been working on it the whole time. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Oh, I think it's him. Okay. Uh, uh, have some hot dog. 
they're gonna blow up the phone lines the future weapon guys they blow up the phone lines because they they need to and and run a jamming signal on every all the radio communications so that they can rob the federal reserve now i guess yeah Kay. all it takes is uh flip a couple switches toss some shit in the sewer and federal reserve is all yours yep uh steel walks up though and they're like hey shit it's that steel guy let's glitter gun him Pew, 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 in pew. the cock in the dick <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh fuck you guys and starts shooting back at them but their hummer deflects bullets because it's made of the same material that his armor is steel <laughs> steel <laughs> oh boy guys we got a real problem here yep hummers are made out of steel they are not bulletproof. <laughs> These guns work worse than guns. They're not good. It's a glitter cannon. Right. It's got a laser pointer. But sometimes if it ricochets off steel, it goes into other cars so, and explodes them. It's Okay. It's a glitter cannon that's got a laser pointer and double base. <laughs> base boost. Remember base boost? Oh, yeah. You push the on base all boost. This Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, now it sounds like crap. <laughs> Every $30 boombox. <laughs> the cops arrive, and uh, the baddies are like, take out the helicopter. They blow up the chopper. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Which I believe is the only casualties in this film. Yeah, they kill people. Other than the senator. senator. Yeah, the, the senators dies, and then these police officers die. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. else really dies. Nobody else. It's very. This gentle. is a, a very. It's an odd point because it's a comic book movie that should have been marketed to eight year olds and they couldn't because they kill some people and they keep using cuss words like they say shit and here and there and it's like uh -huh. why are you doing that because the only people that are going to go to this and enjoy it are like five. Right. My favorite was dip me in shit and roll me in cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, Richard Roundtree says that. And I was like, hmm, that's a good one. What happens after you do that? Uh, so some cops are dead, but uh, the cops chase him on the steel cycle, and he drops some caltrops. So he has gadgets in the steel cycle. Oh. Uh, mm -hmm. He also he ratchets his uh, hammer onto the front of the bike and uses it as a laser to cut a water tanker in half that sprays into a motorcycle cop's face, causing him to crash. I'm not going to count a spinning hammer holder as an exclusive gadget. Why not? It, it has a mount. It becomes a gun on his you bike. You could put it on a BMX bike and it would work just as well. It's sure, not like it's sure. only exclusive. Yeah, I mean, it but helps now with my, the gun. My bike has a gun on it. It's a bike gun. So it's got caltrops and that's it. All right, fine. And yeah. a gun mount. And a gun mount. <laughs> a gun mount isn't a gadget. It's a mount. It, it mounts gadgets. Uh, Richard Roundtree has pulled up in his van and Shaq rides into the back of it thus Evading the cops once again. They're not good at catching people. No, the cops? No. Uh -huh. Well, it's just not him. I'm not really sure. Why, why do you anybody. think that the art department decided to fucking spend extra money making the LAPD look not like the LAPD in a movie that isn't set in the future? Did you find that puzzling? No. I found that puzzling. Yeah, you would. Got a lot of time on your hands, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> think about weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Burke's master plan has been revealed to us. He's going to smuggle, or he's not really even smuggling. He's 
blackmailing the villains of the world. He's going to change the way that illegal black market arms deals. Uh-huh. He's changing the whole game. The market's going to be completely different. He's taking it, you know, to a rental system. Oh, you lease the guns. Yeah, he's renting it. So it's like software license agreements now. He's, he's fucking 20 years ahead of it. Yeah. Yeah, like guy. when you're out there on the battlefield, you're pulling the trigger, no bullets come out. Like, did you set it on auto pay or do we have to log in and pay for these every month? Oh, I changed my PayPal password. Exactly. Hold on. War off. I just got to change my PayPal. Yeah. Like, log in real quick. It'll take just a moment. What's the password? I forgot. How many? Is this the one that has to have a number? A symbol and a capital letter. Why do they make me make so many passwords? <laughs> well, he says that he has to recharge them, and he's the only one that can. Right. Well, you couldn't sell a recharger. That would be asinine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, you can if you're into the rental market. Yeah, and he only wants to work with. Uh, uh, let's see who's who's his uh, round robin of villains here. He's got the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, he's got the Iranians. Uh, I didn't see any Russians in there. No, I didn't see any Russians. It seemed like Nancy Pelosi was there. I think I saw, yeah, Nancy Pelosi was there. She gets captured by uh-huh. Charles Napier inexplicably. Uh, Ted Nugent was there. Uh, Some yeah. guy from Australia. Uh, what's that guy that sings Tiny Bubbles? He was there. Wayne Newton? Wayne Newton was there. I didn't see Wayne Yeah, Newton. Wayne Newton was the guy in the airplane. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, oh, yeah, the Euro trash guy. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I mean, what villains a, what a, yeah these like well without super guns you guys couldn't take over shit <laughs> and by the way this is a glitter cannon with a laser pointer and base boost it's not going to help you you will die uh Shaq gets arrested and i think we're going to skip that entire scene because it's oh, really not uh, relevant nobody would turn him in yeah there we go that's the scene hey uh so he goes back out on patrol. Uh, Oracle guides them to this warehouse because she's got the info. I don't know. The Landsat says this is where the bad guys are. Okay, go there. She's got a 500 megahertz processor. Yeah, it can tell her anything. That's just almost twice as fast as a 386. Right. Uh, the bad guys nab her, though. They, they found her trash dome and uh, get her. And Shaq goes into the warehouse, and Burke's giving a demo to these villains about his weapons, and they're like, pretty awesome. And he gets blasted into the room, and he can't do anything against Burke because Burke brings out Oracle and is like, hey, we got your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't do anything, or we're going to kill her. Uh, She's in a new wheelchair. Yes, she is. So... Richard Roundtree also almost gets nabs, but uh, his dog Lily saves his ass, so he's free. This dog do does a tremendous job. Yes. It jumps right in this man. It's a full-size golden retriever, throws its entire weight right onto a stuntman's face. The guy does a good job not going over completely immediately, too. I was just like, wow, <laughs> that's awesome. That dog hit him right in the head. Uh, Richard Roundtree calls in the army as well. He's called Charles Napier. How? I don't know. With no. the hand truck radio. Well, yeah, that's the, the method, but... Uh, the breaker hand breaker. truck radio? Uh, this is how it went down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Breaker, breaker. Uh, this is Uncle Brown. Wait, wait. R- what was the name? Uncle Buck? Shaft. Uncle... No. The, I don't know what his name was. Name. What, his Who Uncle cares? Joe? Yeah, Uncle oh, Shaft. Breaker, breaker. This is Uncle Joe. Uh, I'm calling on behalf of Shaft. What's that name? Shaft. 
he needs some assistance at uh, an old abandoned warehouse with some German shepherds. Uh, over. <laughs> over? And they're like, does he have any guns? And he's like, yes, they do. Um, it seems like they've got those special Ed guns. <laughs> this uh, is... <laughs> Could you come and help us? Over. This is where Han Solo says, that's a boring conversation anyway, and he shoots the radio, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think she should keep going. Yeah. Uh, I want to see where this takes her. <laughs> well, it was going to get good. Because then... I'm Charles Napier. I'm looking at the CB going, <laughs> what? <laughs> this was going to get cool, and you guys just cut me off. Fine. Well, you know what? I will save it for a different group of people who want to listen to my improv. My they improvo got, crap. They got special headcuts. <laughs> you realize this is a private channel. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, I was trying to call Domino. Sorry. Uh, are you still doing the two for five ninety nine? <laughs> Goddamn kids on the Cobra walkie talkies again. <laughs> Told them to get off this frequency. All right, so. <coughs> Burke kills his partner, I guess, and also shoots the hot dog guy with the same gun, but the but hot the, dog guy doesn't die. No, it's because he had a real pork hot dog. Right. Uh, yep. That's the difference. But Steel tricks Burke into setting his hammer onto the highest level. Like, oh, you can't handle it if you go to if you go to twelve. Yeah. But twelve setting equals electromagnetic mode. Where which, he just lies to him about what the right. is like. That'll turn it to 11, but it just turns it to a magnet. Right. And which sucks the hammer onto Steel's chest, and now he's got his hammer back. He should have got hit by the car, or at least the, flown the, into the car. Yeah, right. That would have been awesome. <laughs> when Oracle's like, oh, yeah, I got some tricks, too. Uh, she goes into full-on tank mode. Her wheelchair has lasers and glitter Bombs. gums and rockets go go rocket got, rockets on it yeah it's got the same shit that everybody else in this movie has uh this is the best wheelchair ever she shoots shack at one point yeah, yeah she does she right just, in the crotch it just starts spinning around and yeah four strays hit him right in the cock nothing like a woman sitting in a wheelchair spinning in a circle shooting glitter out of it on the guy's dicks yep uh, i've seen that portal before uh, but there's, so there's a big shootout, which mm. we're going to mostly skip over, but a big shootout, but lots of action, sort of. Uh, Burke has his little brother there, and he's like, I fucking got uh, your kid. Hostage or, number two. Yeah, right. Well, there's also the part that he, where he's like, no, get out of here. You got to go. And she's like, okay. He's like, get out here fast. And she's like, is this fast enough? <laughs> and then the wheelchair takes off at like seven miles right, an hour. because she's got rockets. It, but it has, the, it sprays smoke behind it, yeah. I guess. And I could not tell what the bumper sticker on the back of her wheelchair says. Oh, good reporting. <laughs> so <laughs> if anybody out there, this I'm asking sincerely, if anybody knows what that bumper sticker said. Um, said, shit happens. Shit happens. Shit happens. Back off. My other chair is a Porsche. If you can read this, you're tailgating me. Please stop. <laughs> like my driving call. <laughs> we'll work for food. Dude. Two oh, car, man. Wow. That Damn. sucks. Jesus, Jackie. <laughs> it's one of those coexist stickers. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus fish, but it has legs. Yeah. <laughs> 
the goddess is real <laughs> and she's alive <laughs> uh, okay okay all right so she's out of there <laughs> i made a bumper sticker once in because i had no idea about the goddess uh-huh. and i saw one and i was like what the fuck and i didn't get it so then i made like the worst joke ever did not go over well i made like three bumper stickers so the goddess was real, and she's deader than shit now, and it was a Dirty Harry bumper sticker. <laughs> and I was like, look, guys, and everybody's like, uh-uh, that's not funny. It's like, oh, guess I didn't understand the goddess at that point in my life. Do you now? No, but I, I guess I can't make those bumper stickers in poor taste anymore. You get that part. And that's the lesson of the day, kids. That's like what you give the He-Man speech at the end of your episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why you don't make dirty bumper stickers, kids. And uh, while you're at it, don't piss on the Maypole on May Day. That's not what it's for. Uh... <coughs> uh, at one point, Shaq and his little brother get a grenade tossed at them. <laughs> this is so awful. <laughs> and this grenade... How many lines of dialogue are discussed? It's got one of those two-minute fuses. It's insane, the scene. Because it's already been established that John Henry, a.k.a. Shaq, can't make free throws. Mm-hmm. Which is the entire joke about Shaq's career is that he could do everything but make free throws. What was his free throw percentage? It was down in the 50s, wasn't it? Was it was in the 50s. Yeah. Not good. Uh, so they're having to... You got to get rid of that grenade, Shaq. He's like, well, what should I do with it? Well, throw it through this basket-sized hole in this uh, chain-link fence. He's like, I can't throw it. I-, I can never make free throws. But you can do it this time, Shaq. Kaboom! And body parts fly everywhere. The guy it's- that threw the grenade at them, it finally comes back, and he goes, whoa, wow! He has done his taxes in the time that the grenade is uh, on the other side of this room. And he's surprised because it should have blown up already. It should have blown up already. They're fucking dead. Well, that's what they get from ordering their grenades from China. They make slower fuses? Because the grenade works, Jackie. If you're pl- implying that Chinese make crap that doesn't work, the grenade eventually works. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But not as directed. <coughs> is it? It seems to be like this grenade's fuse is meant to be this long. Anyways, it's a really long fuse. Uh, so Burke fires a sonic gun at him, but it ricochets off of his butt. And wins the day. And wins the day. This blasting. is the climactic action. Uh-huh. Is He gets shot in the butt, and his butt bounces it off, and it wins. It blasts Burke into a wall, causing all of the debris, the, the shelves and the explosives to fall on Burke and explodes the whole warehouse. And he gives his buddy's line. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right. He dies. Yeah, nobody says, oh, no, when they die. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so they get out of the warehouse, and the army lands, and they catch all the rest of the escaping villains. Richard or Charles Napier's like, good job, everybody. I like it. We got the We got the baddies. And so the next day, Charles Napier calls uh, uh, Shaq, but he's got like uh, he's trying to trace him down. But Shaq is impersonating Arnold, and it's weird. And I only bring it up because I want to reference Arnold. But uh, it gets away. Grandma has opened up her Creole restaurant. It's a big hit. The and souffle that we never mentioned finally worked out. Uh, we mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, did we? <coughs> but the best surprise of the day 
for steel is that Oracle has now got a new gadget on her wheelchair. She hits the button, and slowly she rises into the air, like C-3PO when Luke uses the Force to Mm -hmm. trick the Ewoks. But she doesn't fly into a circle on on top of the chair. It just puts her in an upright position so that she can hug Shaq. (laughs) The end! The end. Well, I think they went to the Neil Breen School of Lovemaking, and this is hot business right now. So it's a sex chair, is what your theory is? Yes. Along with the jokes that they make about the shaft Ooh. of his hammer. No, you missed that, Jackie. That's a joke about Shaft. Shaft. The character, the character. Mm-hmm. as played mm-hmm. by Richard Roundtree, the character in this film. Mm-hmm. And uh You've never seen Shaft, have you? No. Oh. Yeah, so you don't get this joke. And uh, you know, the other sexual windows. Windows? In this sexual movie. windows? Yes. <laughs> into windows. <laughs> Okay, Jackie, I guess you're raring to go. What's your uh, big spiel about this movie being... Highly sexual. Just the Shaft joke, which is not about a penis. It's about a man named John Shaft. There is the Heavy Leather Pool Club. That's pretty Yeah, the Heavy Leather Pool Club. Uh, The fact that he puts flowers on her crotch because it smells bad, but he wants to go oyster diving. Hmm. And then... um, at the end, when she gets a freestanding wheelchair. You think that Shaq, who has superpowers, needs a standing up wheelchair to make sweet, sweet love to his uh, girlfriend, Lieutenant? He could just pick her up. Not the same. Yeah. Sit on this wheelchair. It's my dick. It's, oh, <laughs> boy. Merry Christmas. Hold on. One. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he'd be very good at golf. He's no, too probably. tall. He's too big. He blasted out of there. He's got superpowers. Yeah, they'll make him that long. He just hit himself in the knee. All right, guys. What's your questions? My first question is, shouldn't he have at least once used the hammer as a fucking hammer? Yes, he should have. Like, it never is used it, as a as a sledgehammer. Like That was the thing that it missed the mark on is that it didn't have enough gadgets and then at one point, like with the end, they should have bonked Judd Nelson with like, what's that function? It's a hammer. Whap. But then right. it went through his skull and his brains came out of his ears because it's uh-huh. a sledgehammer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, that's really stupid that they didn't do that. Yeah. It was It was just sitting there the whole time. I was like, he's never going to use it as a hammer Probably once. because if you get a really good look at the prop, it's really shitty. It's just a big rubber thing. And if he smashed a guy, it just would have like, like. Completely Bent. disintegrated. Yeah, yeah. Just go to a wide shot and have a, ha- a normal one with a handle painted black. A normal sledgehammer that he'd hit Judd Nelson in the face with? Or somebody. A stuntman. Well, you don't hit him in the face. Shoot it to where it looks like it. You have a background melon. Worst <laughs> perspective. <laughs> background melon. You guys, I, I, my comprehension of the special effects is <laughs> far greater than yours, obviously. <laughs> Uh, bring me another background melon. I want another take. <laughs> Jesus. Jackie? Why is Lily on patrol? <laughs> Lily on patrol. Did you see her take that dude out? This dog is better at it than Richard Roundtree. Every time they go on patrol in the back of Richard Roundtree's Sanford and Son van, because it's it's fucking Sanford and Son, John Sanford's yeah. uh, uh, milk wagon. Milk thing. wagon, yeah. Uh, She's on. She's in there with them. Like we're gonna fight crime, guys. And she's sitting 
facing Shaq. Uh-huh. Like, hey, what's up? I Shaq- get to go this time, right? Yeah. She's Robin. That's what it is. Well, I would say that the second most action-packed character in the film is that dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Lily the dog is pretty cool. I just wanted to know why she was on patrol. If steel was to be made in this modern society, sure. could he be fixed? Could Is it possible to make a good steel movie? A I'm man sure. wearing plate armor. That's a superpower. Well, they're going to try it with Cyborg, and it's not a lot different. He, is, he has lasers, eye lasers. That's true. He's and like rocket. shit. He's sort of like Iron Man. That's The suit is him. him. I think you could. Okay. I think anything's possible. I think it is, too. Uh, it's just that what they tried here is the antithesis of that. Right. This is bat nipples. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. the, the Warner Brothers that brought us bat nipples. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God, uh, eventually, somebody was able to rescue Batman and then totally ruin him again. So, good job, Warner Brothers. Maybe just stick with Batman being the Dark Knight and not have him be slinging jokes. I don't like characters with eye patches. Okay. Oh, all right. There we go. Right. Well, this is interesting. So, I was really hoping that the eye patch guy in this movie would die. Even though he got shot twice, yeah, he didn't and die. Yeah, didn't die. Mm-hmm. And so that's my question. Why didn't he die? Because he got a real pork hot dog. Uh. Which means what? They were healthier than the chicken ones. Yeah. Oh. And I don't like Cyborg because he's got a patch. And then I was. Cyborg doesn't have a patch. He has a laser eye. Fake eye. Same thing. Don't like it. Really? And I don't like that Odin has an eye patch. And Thor now. And Thor. Yeah. And Nick Fury. Yeah. I don't like any of the eye patches. And all of the pirates. Yeah. No, no, no pirates. Mm. But the guy from Black Cells was pretty cool, but he did not have an eye patch. Uh, That's true. I don't like eye patches. All I don't right. like characters with eye patches. Hmm. That's a uh, that's a fun fact, Jackie. Hope I don't lose an eye. Hmm. <laughs> Your penis has an eye patch. <laughs> uh, Banana hammock. Can we move on, please? <laughs> yes, I have one <laughs> final question because we've kind of trashed this uh, this Johnson fellow, the director. Would you have? Because at the end, after all of this, not at the beginning, but at the end, after we've finally seen all of it, you know what you're doing at this point. You've seen the rough cut. You've seen the final cut. Would you have done, given yourself the film by credit at the end like he did? Oh, absolutely not. You've, I would you've have done the Alan Smithy. This work, right? Like After everything that went wrong with this thing, not just at the beginning, but at the end, he's like, by the way. This is my work. Right. Maybe he thinks that because it's a superhero movie, this is a launch pad for his career. Like, I'm the next. Even though he was writing for uh, Richard Donner. Yeah. You know, I say fuck it. I I would put my name on it, no matter if it was a piece of garbage or not. It's an accomplishment to make a film. Sure. Written and directed by, but the film by credit is a special credit. Yeah. Film by. Film by is like you're basically you're you're taking you've directed Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, you're you are the author of this story work. You are the master of storytelling. I'd do it. All right, I'd put it on everything, every single piece of crap. A film by Neil Bree. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh my un, god, un film by. So it's like half French, but <laughs> right. not really because I don't know what French right, for so by like... is or whatever. <laughs> So you could really, really put it out there like... And then like afterwards, fiend instead of it. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> that is so stupid. Final recommendations, guys, on Steel. I'm going to say no. Okay. Really? I was bored a lot, and the action sequences and the ridiculous things that happen just aren't enough to keep me interested. I'm going to say no. Huh. Sammy? I was going to, I thought for sure it would be a no, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. I, I actually liked it. I, I liked a, it. I give it a do. I, it's just over the top for me. It's a six out of 10. It's not great. Yeah. Uh, but it has enough there for me, and it is super riffable. Because yes. it is super stupid. And I like Shaq, period. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Shaq could play fucking Hannibal Lecter. I'd be like, God damn that Shaq. She, he sure is a charming individual, you know? We should live it with some fava beans. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a do. Uh, it's not streaming for free anywhere, but it is on. Oh, no, it is streaming on HBO Now. HBO Now, uh, which we just, you didn't have the current subscription for that. So we had to Amazon it. Yeah, so two out of three dues, which I think is pretty fair for Steel. Because it, it gets two 60% and a 66% for the whole show. So. Right. And on IMDb, this has got, ooh, boy, this is a 2.8 user rating on this IMDb. This is just on the outside of the bottom 100. It then. really is. And I think it's I think it's a, I think it's good enough time to watch. Yeah. It stinks. It super stinks. It's real bad. But uh, uh, we got some listener feedback. Starting with... Uh, a new listener, an old listener that we haven't talked uh, to, and I'm totally going to screw his name up, so bear with me. Uh, but I'm going to do my best. Uh, uh, Henrik Mickelson. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, guys, big fan from Denmark here. Gives a emoji with a, a sunglasses and a double horns. I didn't see that before. It's pretty sweet. I like emojis. Sam does not. Just listen to your Faithful Findings episode for the third time. He's listened to one episode three times. It's impressive. Uh, please tell me you will do more of Neil Breen's brilliant, question mark, films, question mark. In Double Down, he's the most decorated denim-wearing agent slash terrorist. In I Am Here, now he's a, an alien with Christ-like powers and loose pieces of ram taped to his arms. <laughs> uh, what's ram? Like, it's probably just RAM memory chips taped oh, to his arm. That yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, too. random access memory. Hmm. Uh, hope you tackle more Breen. Love your podcast. Have a good one. So, yeah. Uh, don't worry, listeners. We will be back to the Neil Breen. We've got a uh, next year. We'll, I'm sure we'll hit uh, one of those two. Yeah, you know what? Surprise! It's my pick next. And I'm actually going to do Double Down. Oh, are you? I watched oh, the really? first wow. two minutes of this. And this, and actually, um, this was the first time I'd ever talked to anybody on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I, the Facebook? I kind of liked it. <laughs> um, made me feel special. And I did watch the first two minutes of this. And I was sold in the first two minutes. I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't watch any more of this. Yeah. I just want to do a podcast on this movie. It was so stupid in the first two minutes like he's huddled up in a cave Mm -hmm. but then he's out you know adventuring he's got like a cell phone and a computer and he's using them all to get out there in the world i'm like what the fuck is this i'm like i'm sold yeah we're doing double down that's our next episode yeah the thing is is like we discussed earlier uh when we did the faithful findings episode sam you kind of made it sound like well i've heard that they're all basically the same movie Here's my uh, problem with that. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. If it's Faithful Findings every fucking time, I am A-OK. I gotta I'm get this work done. Gotta mm-hmm. get this work done. So, yep, there you go. Next, we got an email from our dear friend and fan of the show, uh, Jack B. 
Uh, excellent name. Jack P. Or just Jack. Jack. Okay. Jack writes us a lot, done a lot of work on the show, one of our best fans, uh, huge supporter on Patreon. Uh, but he says, Dear Justin, Dr. Jackie, and Sam the Sandwich Man. First off, Merry Christmas. Uh, we should mention that uh, we're releasing this on Tuesday, the day after Christmas, but it's not yet Christmas for here here for us in the studio. So Happy yeah. Christmas. Happy Christmas to us. Uh, I hope you will all have a great time and enjoy yourself. Given all the joy you guys bring and how hard you work to make people laugh, you deserve some rest and relaxation. I'm sure you guys are wondering just what's going on and why I've decided to up my Patreon level. So thank you very much for doing that. Well, it's simple. First off, this is not a prank or glitch or anything like that. It's completely genuine. I've been thinking about this for a while, and I thought it would be appropriate to show you guys my love at Christmas. You guys are utterly amazing, hilarious, and completely deserve it. You guys put so much love and heart into every episode that you do, and you consistently make me laugh and wait with bated breath each week for your next episode. I have grown to love you guys so much, starting with Sleepwalkers. Yes! That was a Jackie pick! Was was just like a couple months ago. Sleepwalkers is great, though. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a great episode. I've decided to watch each movie before listening to the episode. No other podcast I've ever listened to has gotten me so involved and invested with it. I only discovered you guys back in July. Gwendolyn was my first episode. There you go. Yeah, Gwendolyn's good, too. And yet, I instantly loved you guys so much. Since July, I've listened to almost 190 hours of Stinker Madness and can't wait to finish your backlog of episodes. I've loved every single episode, even when you're watching Total Shit. The three of you are a great team and have an amazing dynamic. You never cease to make me laugh. I can't wait to see where you guys go in 2018 beyond. I look forward to getting to the chopper every week for many years to come. Your self-proclaimed greatest fan, Jack. So thank you very much, Jack. Thank you very much, Jack. Especially nice email and especially nice help on Patreon, uh, which will put us over the top so we can finally get matching microphones. So yes. That's a big deal. That's going to help considerably. Yeah. I've prepared a song. Okay. <clears throat> Love and no, Jack. No, no, no. If you hit that one note, you're going to explode. Oh. Yeah, don't. No. Damn it. No. Right. The high, the sharpie. Yeah, don't hit that one. Uh, yeah, so that's awesome. If you also want to take place on Patreon and support us, as many of our fans do, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash Tinker Madness. Donate one time uh, as low as $1 or up to infinite amounts of dollars, dollars, dollars. Also, you, uh, if you do the $30 level, we'll send you a free T-shirt with our stuff on it. Uh, Jack will be getting one of those as well with his new upping. Uh, last but not least, guys, uh, since it is our year-end episode, uh, we won't have another episode that comes out before the new year. So this is the end of 2017. Uh, I want to do the uh, airing of thank yous to oh. fans that have helped us out throughout this last year. Not the airing of grievances, which is what you're talking Which basically, we'll, we'll do that too. after the episode. Sam's, Sam's face. That's my, <laughs> yeah. that's my 2017's airing of grievance. Okay, so I want to give thanks to, obviously, Jack B for helping us big time, uh, especially with his uh, editing of back uh, episodes and helping finding lost uh, audio files that uh, got disconnected. Uh, Jake Banzai, Michael M., uh, Matt Vandiver, Owen G. from Australia. Owen G. Uh, uh, the genetic opera still sucks, Owen. Mm. Branch Lager. For helping us out with the forthcoming SMAPFAs. Uh, Tucker B. Uh, for helping us with uh, Commando. Jeff Brown. Carl. 
Fritz Rutz uh, on Patreon. I want to say thank you to all you guys. Also, Ben Taylorson from the uh, uh, Three to Midnight podcast in England. Uh, you guys want to give a shout out to anybody? I like Ben. Yeah. I like Jack too. I like that he writes in all the time. Yeah. Get a shout I like out. I like when people write in. Yeah, I like when people write in too. Uh, write to us, talk at sneakermadness.com. I actually am starting to prefer the emails over the Facebook and stuff. It seems like people write us better emails mm-hmm. to read out rather than just random, hey, that was funny. Um, I, we like that too, but uh, we prefer the we prefer the email. So. The I, long form. Yeah. I'm just excited that I got to be on the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook. I even put, this is Jackie. The Zuckerberg. Nice. Yeah. The Facebook. Uh, so we're going to skip streaming do's and don'ts this week. Because uh, we're running long on time, but uh, yeah, thanks for everybody for listening. Don't just thank these people; thank you for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it, and I know you guys all enjoy the podcast. It's been three years; we've worked really hard on it, and I think we get better every week. So keep listening in 2018, and get to the chopper. Wait, I want to say something. Okay. Happy Christmas and a very—it's already Christmas. It's already Christmas. Oh. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Ready? Happy Happy New New Year. Year. From Stinger Madness. And get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.